This is the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, August 28th. Corey, uh, high school sports are into their first full week for the fall sports season, and it's kicking off with a cross-country meet in Staples today. Yeah, we've had, what, we've had girls tennis going now for a week and a half mm-hmm. plus by this point. Uh, some some cross-country stuff is has happened up to this point. Uh, there's been some girls swimming events that have been on the, on the schedule uh, up to this point. But this is the week now where we uh, we've even had a couple volleyball matches, but there's there's volleyball. I mean, it's kind of all happening at once. There's no longer that staggered start with everything. Mm-hmm. It's like a, like you said, it's a full week where you look at the schedule any uh, any day of the week and you're going to see everything on it. I think on on our area schedule today, it's. It's cross country, it's boys and girls soccer, it's girls swimming, it's girls tennis, and one volleyball match. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's everything but football, but that's just because they don't play football on Mondays. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. And and uh, so we're kind of in that full fall sports feeling. Things are kind of coming together. Uh, Gopher football plays on Thursday. They host Nebraska uh, to kick off the season, so... Uh, do we do we got any trash talk for Nebraska, Corey? Oh yeah, I don't like them. Yeah, don't like them. Don't like the way they look. Don't like the way they think. Don't like. Um, uh, is better dead than red applied in Nebraska too? Do we have a do we have a slick phrase for Nebraska like we do other schools in the conference? I mean, better dead than red typically implies Wisconsin, but I think for this week we can grant it a special uh, juncture. The fun part of Nebraska fans is they keep living like it's 1985. So they keep acting like they're this like power bubbling powerhouse that's ready to come out right. from underneath the surface, and they act like the way that they do football is better than everybody else. So like Nebraska fans were like one of the very first fan bases to be very critical of PJ Fleck, and then PJ Fleck is like beating them almost every single year that he's been at Minnesota. So correct, he's like the reverse Iowa. PJ Fleck can't beat Iowa, but he can sure beat Nebraska every single time. With yeah, a- the the Gophers have beat Nebraska four straight times in five out of the past six. Yeah, that's uh new coach there this year, Matt Rule, th- yep. and uh, and uh, a guy who did not have a good professional track record, really. No, washed out with the Panthers, really, but really bad. A really excellent college resume, mm-hmm. you know. But this is the first game in the first year. Um, you know, we like to tease PJ Fleck from time to time about the year zero stuff. Uh huh. But it's. If you want to take the cynicism out of it, you understand his perspective on a year's this is a year zero game for Matt Rule. I, I see no reason why the Gophers shouldn't win this one at home. Exactly. It's at home. You start out the season. The big question for the Gophers this year is uh uh Manis. Manis. Think yep, Ethan. Yeah, Ethan yep. Kaliak Manis. Wanted to say Nathan and I knew that wasn't right. right. Uh uh he's the new quarterback under center. Uh well, was for pretty much the second half of last season, but this is the first year where he's coming in and the offense is tailored to be Cali Manis's offense. Got some wide receivers in the transfer portal. Chris Ottman Bell is back, uh, new offensive coordinator, and the kind of and without Muhammad Ibrahim on the roster, the assumption is that the Gophers are not necessarily going to air raid it, but they're going to throw it out and be a little more balanced this year, which is going to be the interesting uh, part of it. Defensive coordinator Joe Rossi's units have always been above average to excellent uh, over the course of his tenures to go first defensive coordinator. Um, they have the third toughest schedule in all of college football this year. 
Yeah, that's crazy and not exactly ideal. No. But I do think they're going to be fine. I mean, if you think about the the run of last year's games for the Gophers, right? Mm-hmm. Kalik Manis had to come in, was it the Iowa game? He came and, in like the Penn State game. Like Yeah, but there was this like it was there was a game where it was just like they brought him in and he didn't throw the ball at all. That was Iowa, yeah. And it was it was this idea of like either he can or I, I remember our discussion was um you have to throw the ball a little bit. What are you doing? Or maybe he can't, and this is a huge, huge problem. Mm-hmm. And then the following week or two weeks later, whenever it was, he against Wisconsin, was, yeah, he was like perfect and threw for three hundred yards and and kind of throttled the the Badgers. Um, he can do it, and uh, college football probably the quarterback position probably isn't as important in college football as it is in the NFL. No, but but if you have a quarterback um, who can do some stuff, it certainly goes a long ways towards making your team a little bit better. And maybe Kalik Manis is the is that kid. He's he's the last. It's the last position in PJ Flex tenure that the Gophers haven't. Um, excelled at he's had unbelievable offensive linemen unbelievable receivers d linemen linebackers safeties running backs he's had them everywhere he hasn't had a dynamic quarterback yet yeah and that'll be the question if cali manis can be that guy there's nobody really waiting down the pipe or, or like somebody who immediately could challenge him so i think it's pretty much his thing to have right for the season for better or worse um speaking of football uh, going back to the high school thing, Corey, we also will have Wolverines Weekly this Saturday. So that's another uh, thing to be looking out for uh, for the fall sports season. Yeah, and since we're, we're bringing it up and going back to it, I do want to mention that our entire fall broadcast schedule mm-hmm. is officially up at WadenaRadio.com. Uh, on that schedule, you will see uh, our, our Twins games for KWAD. You will see uh, our Vikings games that play on the Superstation K106. Mm-hmm. You'll see our entire broadcast schedule. And I say entire because I don't, I mean, it's a lie. It's not the entire schedule. There are some things uh, uh, still pending that could be added. There might be some updated times, uh, some updated days. I know when you think about the Vikings. There's some some flex dates at the end of the schedule. Is it going to be mm-hmm. a Saturday? Is it going to be a Sunday? Uh, when are those games going to be? And um, there could still be an addition or two, depending on how the rest of this Twins season works out. Because, of course, the Twins always take a priority on, on KWAD and our, on our broadcast schedule. But once the Twins season comes to a close, things really open up and uh, – and there could be more stuff coming. So check it out anyway, WadenaRadio.com. You'll see that local sports schedule, and uh, and you can see what our plan for the fall is. And the interesting thing about the Minnesota Twins, Corey, is that uh, it looks like, and we talked about this a lot last week, but they have not done anything to impede their progress to becoming American League Central champions. Right. They win three out of four games against the then first place Texas Rangers. The Twins beat them three out of four times. The Rangers have lost 
eight out of their last nine or nine out of their last ten, something brutal like that. They've fallen out of first place the Texas Rangers have for the first time since April, but that's because the Twins handed them an extra innings loss yesterday. Uh, the Twins won 7-6 on a Michael A. Taylor walk-off walk. And a couple underrated notes because the, the game was ugly, first of all. It's like a cardinal sin. It's like a, it's a baseball cardinal sin. A walk-off walk to lose? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, to be fair, the Twins gave the Rangers a win on Saturday night because Griffin Jacks walked two guys with the bases full. So, yeah, a little payback. It, I, baseball karma evened itself out pretty quick, didn't it? Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. People will talk about the extra inning rule. I've heard people complain about this yesterday during the game. Like, the extra inning rule sucks. It's, it's again, And it does. I, I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's like the shootout in hockey. It's like, guys, you had a whole game to figure this out. At a certain point, we got to wrap this up and go home. We can't like that twins yeah. game. If they didn't put a runner on second base, they'd still be playing right now. Like that's all oh, right. Like those two offenses were not doing anything of note. Uh, well, I've, to- I've told you my um, my solution for extra innings in in baseball. Right? Uh, you Have just, I told you my you just solution? want ties? Right? Yeah. Just who cares? We don't even need extra innings. Just. If the game ends in a tie, the game ends and ends in a tie. Uh, you deserve the tie. <laughs> You've earned the tie. So if people didn't like if people don't like a game ending this way, and it is weird. I agree. Oh boy, ties would not go over well. Yeah, and well, and the thing is, is with the runner on second, people complain about it, and I get it. Like I don't think aesthetically it just feels weird, but also. Uh, every team gets the same opportunity. So people were complaining like, oh, the runner on second's going to mess with the Twins again, even though the Twins have the most wins in extra innings this year in Major League Baseball. Uh, right. Uh, but every team gets the same opportunity. So if you're like the, the Rangers got a run to make it 6-5, uh, in like the 11th inning, and Pagan came in and gave up two sacrifice flies. Uh-huh. And so he didn't even, like he recorded two outs, he didn't allow a base runner, but yet a run still scored, and people were complaining about it. And I'm like, well, to be fair, the Twins had two other opportunities with a runner on second, nobody out, and they couldn't get him home. So, like, you couldn't hit two sack flies. That's on you, right? Exactly. If you think it's ticky tack, it's ticky tack the other way. So, like, just make the most of the opportunity. Anyway, uh, how many extra inning games have the Twins played this year? Do you know that? Uh, I saw the stats somewhere. Give me a second to uh, to look it up. But yeah, I mean, they've played a. Decent amount, I it, think. It, it's it's feels like, but I bet it's not a dozen. Uh, let's see. The Twins have played seventeen extra inning games this year. It is that many? The huh? Twins are an American League best eleven and six in extra inning games. No other Major League Baseball team has double digit extra inning wins. So that one was the 17th there, 11 and 6. Yeah, that's insane and there's still over a month of baseball left, which means they could we can you could really Is that about average, do you know? Are the I don't know what like the average total games extra inning games played? I don't know what the average is. I'm, I'm trying to justify my game should end in ties because <laughs> if that if that's about average then I'm not I'm not sure. I the stat yeah. I found didn't have that number. But you want to know something interesting about the Twins as well. They've had no Double headers this year. They've had no games yeah. that have gotten rained out, and we're through. We're almost to September. It's been a wild thing. How long has Target Field been around? Since Target Field's been 2010. around, they they've not had a ton of rain issues. It's been it's it. 
surprising. It's been surprising. It's not like Dodger Stadium hasn't had a game rained out in 50 years, but also, like, weirdly enough, yeah, there's not a ton of double But they just there. had, like, last week was nothing but rain. They probably did have games rained out unless they were on the road last week. Um, yeah, it's been wild. The, the most double headers they had have been have come in these like COVID seasons Mm -hmm. where they're just trying to slam games in, you know, or the lockout season last year where they tried to slam games in, uh, Corey Vikings finish up the preseason Uh, twins, by the way, six game lead in the AL central Cleveland comes to town for three. The twins have a chance to really just bury the guardians with a good series. If you sweep Cleveland, it's over, right? It, it's legit over. Now there's it's a, a six-game lead. That would be a nine-game lead if you sweep them. It's done. Even if the Twins lose the series two games to one, uh, they still have a good shot because Cleveland has to play at like a 90-win pace for the rest of the year, and the Twins have to absolutely collapse, basically, Correct. for things to fall apart. Uh, Vikings preseason wraps up. They had uh, a game on Saturday against the Cardinals, so now they're making roster cuts. They're making yep. trades. They're kind of doing that whole song and dance. Uh, so we'll talk more about that later in the week as more stuff kind of trickles in. But, uh, Corey, I want to end this Monday on a food challenge or a okay. food would you rather. Yeah. You so you remember last summer we talked about the hot dog straw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Somebody, like, basically takes their plastic straw, sticks it through a hot dog, creating thus a hole in the hot dog, and you put that hot dog in a cup of pop, and you drink the pop through the hot dog straw. Uh, Oscar Mayer uh, is telling you to remove the straw entirely. Oscar Mayer is making hot dog straws a reality. They're actually making them. It's happening? It is happening. Gross. That's disgusting. We tried them up here, remember? Oh, yeah, you guys did. How was they that? They worked. <laughs> it's so weird. It works it, just like a straw. Did it impact the taste is the real question. Not not particularly. Um, it's just weird sucking on a hot dog. Yeah, you know, it's a, yeah. a new feeling for you. Uh, it's a, it was that so that part was strange, but they work beautifully. Get those paper straws out of here. Give me a hot dog straw. You know what I mean? All right. So would you rather have another hot dog straw or have a buy a whole pack of hot dog straws knowing you have to eat them all? Or would you rather have a saltine ice cream sandwich? An ice cream what? sandwich, but it's sandwiched together through two saltine crackers. Mm. That it's ice cream. Ice cream. Really? I'd pick ice cream over a hot dog every time. Even if you have to have it like with saltine crackers. Yeah, but like you put a little little salt sometimes on chocolate every once in a while. Sure. I don't I could I it would absolutely I the saltines would get buried in the ice cream. What yeah. you're really asking me is do I want salt do I want ice cream or a hot dog? I want ice cream every time. That's I mean when you make it when you explain it like that it makes it real simple. Right. <laughs> I got to go. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, August 28th.